Cash fed cattle prices gained last week, helping cattle futures breathe a bit. However, Friday's cattle on feed report cast a bearish pall with significantly more March placements than anticipated. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 26th of April, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Stronger cash fed cattle prices and a reprieve from surging corn futures prices provided support to cattle futures most of last week. Live cattle futures closed an average of 59 cents higher week to week on Monday, except for 5 cents to $1.37 lower in the front three contracts. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices last week were a dollar higher on a live basis in the Southern Plains at $140 a hundredweight, $4 higher in Nebraska at $144 to $146, 3 to $4 higher in Colorado at $144 to $145, and $3 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $145 to $146. Dress prices were $4 higher at $230. The weighted average Five area direct steer price last week was $2 higher on a live basis at $143.02 a hundredweight. The average dress steer price was $6.40 higher at $232.29. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week of 665,000 head was 31,000 head more than the previous week and the same as a year earlier. Year-to-date estimated total cattle slaughter of 10.35 million head was 44,000 head more. Year-to-date estimated beef production of 8.7 billion pounds was 60.5 million pounds more than last year. Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, notes in his weekly market comments, corn prices remain elevated although they've come off their highs, which is indicative of continued high cost of gain. Instead of high feed costs encouraging placing cattle on feed at heavier weights, though, he explains drought in many areas keeps forcing lighter weight cattle into feedlots. He adds feedlots have not been as aggressive bidding for cattle, which has kept prices stable, resulting in positive margins for cattle feeders and more leverage shifting to the cattle feeder. Corn futures closed an average of 12.9 cents lower in the front six contracts week to week on Monday. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. You'll find everything from information about retained ownership to carbon credit contracts to interesting industry history, and lots, lots more. Take a look. The stronger cash-fed cattle prices and softer corn futures last week also helped lift feeder cattle an average of $2.43 higher week-to-week on Monday, despite pressure Friday and Monday from the cattle on feed report. More about that report momentarily. Stronger futures gave cash prices some room to budge higher. 
Nationwide, steers and heifers sold steady to $3 a hundredweight higher last week, with strongest demand for calves and yearlings in light flush, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Those analysts explain calves in the central and southern plains aren't carrying much extra flesh as feed supplies dwindle, including the fact that many cattle are leaving wheat pastures early due to the elevated price of wheat. Looking forward at the supply side, AMS analysts note that first quarter beef cow slaughter was 17.3% more than the previous year, 28.3% more than the prior five-year average, and 34.4% more than the previous 10-year average. Now, back to that cattle on feed report for feedlots with 1,000 head or more capacity. It was bearish with significantly more placements than expected, underscoring the severity and duration of the current drought. Specifically, March placements of 1.99 million head were 8,000 less year-over-year, fractionally less, but that was about 8% more than expectations ahead of the report. According to Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, in his weekly market comments, the unexpectedly large March placement total may indicate unusual movement of feeder cattle out of the country. It's possible that some heifers originally designated as replacements January 1st are already being diverted to feedlots. In terms of placement weights, 35% went on feed weighing 699 pounds or less, 53% weighing 700 to 899 pounds, and 12% weighing 900 pounds or more. Marketings in March of 2 million head were 41,000 head fewer, or 2% less than the previous year, about even with pre-report expectations. Cattle on feed April 1st of 12.11 million head were 208,000 head more, or 1.7% more than the previous year. That's the most for the date since the data series began in 1996, and it was slightly more than expectations ahead of the report. As May approaches and widespread drought conditions persist, Peel says cattle industry impacts are expected to accelerate in the coming weeks, even though there are indications drought is already impacting cattle markets significantly. Although seasonality suggests the likelihood of another push higher, wholesale beef prices continued to show signs of fatigue last week, perhaps suggesting some consumer price resistance to elevated prices. Choice box beef cutout value is $4.48 lower week-to-week on Monday at $266.60 a hundredweight. Select was $2.94 lower at $256.52. According to Griffith, the wholesale price of steak cuts is certainly beginning to increase for both the loin and rib primal cuts. However, many of the specific steak cuts are underperforming compared to the same time a year ago. He explains one main difference compared to a year ago is higher retail beef prices, which may be slowing consumer consumption of high-value cuts and shifting consumption to more ground product. He says that notion supported by strong, fresh 90% lean beef prices, as well as relatively strong, fresh 50% lean beef prices. Griffith notes consumers are facing food price inflation across the board, explaining This means consumers may be adjusting some of their consumption patterns in order to keep food on the table 
and to still have disposable income for other endeavors. And that's your weekly CAF News Price Point podcast for the 26th of April, sponsored by CAF News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.